This week's Arcade Attack Retro Gaming Fact, Nintendo legend Shigeru Miyamoto actually graduated with a degree in industrial design from Kanazawa Municipal College and initially had hoped to become a professional manga artist before finally and thankfully considering a career in video games. The title that inspired him to enter the video game industry was the 1978 arcade hit Space Invaders. Tomohiro Nishikado's masterpiece also inspired the works of John Romero, John Carmack and Hideo Kojima. So the next time you're playing a decent version of Space Invaders, pay homage, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome to the Arcade Attack Podcast. Hello. My name's Keith, and as always, I'm here with... Adrian, yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to rock and roll. It's good, he's here. <laughs> he knows he's here, yeah. and he's here. And Dylan, I'm also here. Dylan is also here. Yeah. And... Rob. Rob is here. Also here. Rob is present. Okay, that's the registered darn... Tick. Good. Okay, now. Sports. 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 Now, all four of us are big... Football fans. Mm-hmm. I hate football. Soccer fans. <laughs> That's because you're a fast fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but in, in 1993, 11-year-old Keith was also slightly obsessed with two American sports. And curtains. And I had curtains, yes, <laughs> on my head. Uh, thanks for that. Now, the first of these was American football, which I've been watching on Channel 4 with my dad since the mid-1980s. Mm. Uh, Channel 4 was so good Do you remember that? it? Mm. And um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood is the music. Oh, Two cool. Tribes was like the theme tune to the... Two was it called yeah. NFL Blitz? Or am I just making that in my head? There's... Uh, maybe. I don't mm. know. There's been a show called that at some point, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it had Two Tribes as the, as the theme tune. Yeah. That all actually makes me think of American football. Nice. So that was pretty awesome. And yeah, my dad was a big Chicago Bears fan. Um, I became a Denver Broncos fan, mainly because of John Elway, Mm -hmm. so that was that. Um, And as a consequence of that, one of my favourite Mega Drive games of all time is John Madden Football. We could have made us guess. I would have like said, John Montana Football? No, John Montana Sports Talk Football. Troy Aikman on the Jaguar? That would have been fun at Turgy. 
No, Madden 92. However, that's a story for another podcast. Oh, defo. We definitely got to talk about Madden 92. <laughs> that's a story oh, yeah. for another time. <laughs> I'll bring in Troy Aikman when we talk about that. We're coming back. <laughs> now, the second sport I've become fascinated with was basketball and the NBA. Now, this was the era of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Ooh. Sir Charles Barkley, Hakeem Olajuwon, and of course, the mighty Shaq. Proper superstars, not yes. like the rubbish you get these days. Exactly. Now, considering this was a time when Carlton Palmer and Tony DeRigo were a regular part of the England team, <laughs> basketball seemed impossibly glamorous in comparison. <laughs> oh, poor Carlton. <laughs> um, I had a couple of slightly older friends on the estate where I grew up, and they were basketball fans as well. And my friend Usman even owned a real basketball. Not your friend Usman. I was going to say. I had a friend called Usman as well. Oh, wow, cool. So, yeah. oh, me and Rob never had friends <laughs> we, called Usman. We should have <laughs> these two. No. <laughs> I think no. knowing someone called Usman makes us all better people. Yeah, it? it does. Yeah, yeah I think so. Mate, he had a real basketball, not like a football, which is obviously always well, to pretend. My friend Usman's brother had real chucks. <laughs> my friend Usman. Um, anyway, and you, you could regularly find us playing football, uh, basketball in the middle of the road. See, now this sounds like a different Ooh, time. Like a, it was a different this time. This is the kind of thing that went on amongst Hill. In, <coughs> in the ghetto. Yeah, in the middle of the road. And we used to use the lamppost and like the parking sign was the net. Ooh. So if you hit the sign. That was the that net. Was it. Nice. Got, yeah, mm, yeah. scored. Um, and it was exactly like Wayne's World. Where they're playing hockey in the street. Okay, and it's like, car, car, car shuffle car, across. Car, yeah. out the way. Game, on. Back, yeah. Game on. Game, Game on. on. Yeah. Fun times. Um and so that led to me, age 11, suddenly having this burning desire for an NBA jersey. Um, and I got an Orlando Magic one because of Shaq. Nice. Yeah. He was like my hero. Got some massive baggy shorts. Um, and most importantly, a pair of Converse high-top basketball shoes. Um, my fascination with high tops and trainers never really went away. Um, bit, of <laughs> a tra- bit of a trainer whore. What about your fascination with Shaq? Did it ever go away? I still love Shaq. Yeah. I still love Shaq. And I got it's that my gif, isn't it? That gif where he's looking at you like. <laughs> <laughs> and I Does got... it even withstood uh, his film career? We withstood Shaq Fu, so yeah. I think my love for Shaq is everlasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I also got my very own Orlando Magic basketball, which is like the best thing ever. Ooh. That was the coolest little white boy on the block. Um, did you guys watch basketball at all when we were kids? No, but I think I, I remember you having that basketball. My little phase, yeah. Um, I-, I once bought a basketball for my fancy dress costume. Team Wolf is my favourite uh, basketball film. Yeah, no. you and your brother both came dressed as Team Wolf despite not knowing the other one was going to dress. We kept it quite on that. purpose. We were having it was a secret <laughs> surprise and we all dressed up as Team Wolf. But he was Team Wolf with his jacket. I was in the sort of basketball gear. That's yeah. true. True story. Were, yeah, true story. True story. <laughs> true story. <laughs> and then wasn't that the same thing that I kind of kind of half arsely went as the karate kid and then Kev did the shower thing oh my yeah, yeah the, he, did two, he did two he did the shower thing and Uncle well, Buck didn't and he and he did Uncle Buck he literally had curtains I know Keith had curtains but Keith had <laughs> shower <laughs> curtains yeah. 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 and I, I came dressed as Jeffrey from Blue Velvet and it turned out no one in the party had seen Blue Velvet no. No. or had even heard of the film still have never I'd seen heard it. Of it I just had to see if it. someone had come as tumbleweed we just kept him drifting behind <laughs> it was a very good costume it was yeah, the same with clothes with Vera Nofwadley a tangent here the hair is the same yeah. <laughs> it's a bad uh, sore yeah. memory nice uh, basketball 
Apart from the glamour and cool factor, I think the reason I enjoyed basketball was because unlike the two other main American sports, American football and baseball, it's a fast game which is pretty much non-stop end-to-end action and that obviously appeals to kids with short attention spans. Yes, kids. Obviously my other big hobby at 11, apart from sport and trying to avoid making eye contact with girls at school, was gaming. Oh, can you guys remember any basketball games prior to the massive one we're about to talk about? That's a tough question. Wasn't there a Bulls Blazers game? There was. Bulls, what, Bulls v Lakers, wasn't it? Isn't that one of the most there rarest a, Mega Drive games ever? Am I talking rubbish? That's. Oh, is that Lakers versus Celtics yeah, in the NBA a, playoffs? It was never released in Europe, and if yeah. the PAL copies are worth thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember? Did Dill, you had a master system. Do you remember a game called Basketball Nightmare? Yeah, it gave me nightmares. <laughs> check, out, check out the review on the site. I I it's it weird, that. right? Because it was, bizarrely for a basketball game, not released in America. Oh. <laughs> it, was really, well, it was released in Canada, Europe and Brazil. Oh. And it had like really cool anime-type characters, didn't it? Little cute characters. Fight, yeah. And they played basketball against like... Werewolves. And you had that nice little animation where you actually did a slam When you could score, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the rest of the game was horrendous. Yeah, you played basketball against teams of werewolves, vampires, geisha and samurai. Wow. So it was kind of... It, had, it looked quite cool, didn't it? It just didn't play very Team well. Team wolf-ish. Mm. Sounds like Space Jam to me. Kind of. But that was pretty cool. And the only other one I really remember, which I'm sure you guys do, was Arch Rivals. In the arcades. Oh, God. <laughs> Dylan's face. Yeah, Arch Rivals, Arch which of course... Rivals, which was made by... Well, I was going to say it had a two-on-two... Two, it was made by Midway. Made by Midway. And also had a two-on-two two structure, and you could punch other people. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah, two-on-two two basketball game, cartoony-looking characters, and you could deliberately punch and foul your opponents in order to win the ball. Sounds familiar. <laughs> um, it was quite popular in the arcades, and although it didn't have real players or teams, one of the cool features of the arcade machine was that um, arcade owners could change it. They could change the colours of the teams, and they could change the names. Mm. So you could put in like the local college team's colours mm. and like your local rivals' That's names and sweet. stuff to try and drum up custom. Um, and it was ported to a few machines, Arch Rivals, including the Mega Drive. It did not do well. But it wasn't Mega pretty Drive. good, and it didn't have great reviews. Don't play the NES version either. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a couple of hours of my life I'm never getting back. <laughs> However, Arch Rivals was a very important step on the road to developing the mighty and Ta-da! all-conquering <gasps> NBA Jam. Ooh. Yes, and do you know what the other uh, game that was a big kind of influence on NBA Jam is? Not a basketball game. But uh, the pro, like the developers, saw a development version of this game. Thought, oh, we should do a basketball thing like this. Think of the graphics in NBA Jam. What other game around that time had similar kind of graphics? It was a fighting game. Pit, no, not Pitfire. Not Pitfire. Can you imagine Pitfire? It was Primal Rage. Oh, really? Is that yeah. true? Did that come out afterwards? Yeah, but it was like an early kind of development ah, version. Okay. They were kind of ticking around with that so kind again, of like... like the digitised sprites and... Mm-hmm. Okay, that kind cool. of graphics. One of the rarest Jaguar CD games. Pirate Rage. Interesting. Just to check out yeah. this Why do you always have to bring the Jaguar into it? <laughs> he loves it. Jaguar and 3DO every podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Someone's got to stick up for them. So yeah, it was uh, the arcade game was... Published and developed by Midway in 1993. Um, and the main designer and programmer for the game was Mark Turnell. Mm-hmm. Lead programmer on Smash TV as well. That was oh. kind of his main claim to fame. And also Total Carnage. Which, uh, oh, yeah. Hmm? yeah no one really... Total Carnage was. It's like a <clears throat> top-down kind of... A little bit like Smash TV, isn't it? Oh, Shooting okay. Game. 
Another Jaguar game, but carry on. No. <laughs> um, it was one of the first sports games to feature NBA licensed teams and players and their real digitised likenesses. Um, however, initially, the NBA refused Midway's request to use their licence as they didn't want their NBA logo um, on show in such undesirable places of video game arcades. Ugh. Get it away from me. <laughs> so Midway made a promo tape showing lots of um, like wholesome family entertainment centres. Not arcades, but like, play, you know, like we have a cinema and yeah. stuff. And um, wow. they somehow made, they, and they basically said, look, you could have your logo on display here. And somehow it worked. Um, oh, well done. And they persuaded them and they gave them the license. This guy was quite clever. He'd done a good job, this marketing dude. Credit to him. Yeah. There were also some other small concessions like... Uh, Everyone who's playing NBA Jam knows you have the guy doing the running commentary. Like the guy doing the voice. Yeah. His name is Tim Kitzrow. Okay. Like, a bit of trivia. And they recruited him from, do you know, Second City, the Chicago improv kind of school? Well, it was, uh, it's one of, kind of the two, ma- two or three main improvisational comedy kind of places in America. It's in Chicago. And this guy, Tim Kitzrow, was there at the same time as people like Tina Fey. Steve Carell, uh, Stephen Colbert, and Amy Poehler. And they got him to do all the voices. And apparently, uh, one of the things they wanted to say was uh, when you were kind of like knocking the ball away was, get that shit out of there. But, <laughs> but uh, they couldn't bit put that much. in. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, the NBA wanted to be a little bit clean. Oh, pretty clean. Well, yeah. Fair enough. Mm. But they did get it done. They, they did. did get the license. They did, although not everyone was in it. Um, who was the most famous basketball player ever? Michael Jordan. Michael <sighs> Jordan was not in it as he owned the rights to his likeness, not the <clears throat> NBA. Um, and for similar reasons, um, Shaq appeared in the arcade game, but wasn't in the home yep, console version. he wasn't versions, in the console version. Which was a real shame, especially for me. I was very upset. But uh, there were lots and lots of kind of famous people in it, like... You look at, as we were saying earlier, 90s is really kind of, especially early 90s, kind of the golden oh, age of basketball. Like, yeah, Larry Bird and Mike, Magic Johnson just retired and Michael Jordan is in the game. But can you guess how many people in the game, bear in mind there are, I think, 27 teams, each with two players, 54. Yeah. How many of those 54 players in the arcade version are in the Basketball Hall of Fame today? Ooh, so fifty-four in total. So mm-hmm. it, how? I, I'm going to say half of them. Then why not? That was a lot higher than I wanted you to guess. But <laughs> right. well, I don't know. Hall of Fame about. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, mm-hmm. as in like because if, yeah. if you think that's like a, it's like they're basically taking a random season from basketball history. Mm-hmm. So to okay. have half of them as Hall of Famers is quite high. Sorry, four. That's pretty low, but ten. Oh. 18. That's so pretty high. So literally a third of the players okay. are in wow. like, the all-time Hollywood Hall of Fame. That's impressive. It's not really Hollywood, awesome. you know what I mean. The nation basketball, yeah, yeah, yeah. basketball Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah, it's not just NBA, it's kind of all basketball in general. But yeah, uh, we kind of talked about that. Scotty Pippen is the best player in the console version anyway. Yeah. Yes, he's the best all-rounder, isn't he? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But you have like people like Charles Barkley. Is it because he's yeah. got long stockings on? Patrick Ewing is in it oh, as well. Yeah, Patrick Ewing's in it. John Stockton, Carmelo, David yeah. Robinson, Elijah Wan. Like, uh, See, David Robinson had his own basketball oh, game, didn't he? Yeah, on the Meg mm. Drive. That was a mess. Rubbish. Yeah. I tried playing it recently on the emulator, but it was... Oh, yeah, I've got it, it on my little not. mini Mega Drive. It does not. Does it not does play not. Well. Kevin McHale's in the Celtics team, but then gets replaced for the home version. I think he gets replaced by Robert Parrish, also a Hall of mm. Famer. 
it's quite a few yeah. cool thing about the uh, the Jordan thing is and it's kind of unbelievable but you know a special edition of the game with an additional team composed of him and uh, Gary Payton who apparently is a nine time NBA All-Star yeah but he was uh, kind of pretty new at that point so yeah. why he, I think he may have been in is that why he wasn't in it but he wasn't in like the Supersonics team yeah for the there first was a game. special version developed just for their personal use how crazy is that personal use. and yeah. you can't get hacked from with that I don't know I don't know it'd be pretty cool if you could that you version could must be worth it. thousands can you imagine if it comes up I think they have the only. They I think probably, that was a one-time machine. Yeah, they probably got a, a machine just with. Still worth thousands. Oh and, yeah. Oh, it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently, the, uh, they also put Ken Griffey Jr., the baseball player, in that that game as well. <laughs> you, I'm sure weird. you all know, if nothing else, from the Simpsons, Simpsons. Yeah. episode. Oh yes. Doesn't he get gigantism? Is no, that, that, who's, is that, no, who's he's that? the guy who oh. takes Homer's place in the team. And that's no, Dale Strawberry. Yeah, I think he does get gigantism. Yeah. Is he that guy? I think Ken Griffey Jr. gets gigantism. Yeah. And then, Can you remember the song? Dale Strawberry just gets like depressed, doesn't he? Because he goes, damn. Which one of them falls into like the... Yeah, doesn't he fall into something at the fair? And he gets lost oh. in it. And that's yeah. like a weird Hall of Mirrors type place. Yeah. He's like falling down. Yeah, that's like, weird. Oh. He's like, ooh, we're taking a photo. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Such one of the best episodes, anyway. Ah, oh, easily one of the best Skulls. episodes of The Simpsons. So NBA Jam, what's it all about? How does it play? You've all played mm. it, I take. Yeah. Is it about basketball? Yeah. It mm. is about basketball. Is it about jam and there's no jam? There's no jam. <laughs> there's no spreading of jam. Are we talking about arcade or home version? Um, well, arcade. or just the gameplay of NBA Jam generally, really. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Arcade is it's very, like it's very fun. It's kind of mm. it's pretty fluid, but just the oh, the sound and the graphics just like. It's the perfect kind of arcade game. You can hear it throughout, like, really piercing throughout the whole arcade. Looks fantastic, like, lots of kind of flashing colour. Obviously, you've got about a million different types of amazing dunks and stuff, and you can shatter the backboard. And then if you score three in a row... He's on fire! Exactly. (laughs) And that's literally correct, isn't it, as well? It is, isn't it? The ball ball is is on fire. Yeah. Mm. It is a light. But um, yeah. Anyone? I was going to go on to the home, like the home versions. But uh, anyone else want to have a? Well, I was going. I could go through the features of it quickly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just in case there's some people out there who have never played it. Mm. Strange peoples. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So Rob mentioned it. The big feature of NBA Jam <clears throat> stood out, apart from the fact that you could foul people without punishment, was the the crazy dunks. Um. They defy both human capabilities and the laws of physics. Um, there's no fouls, no uh, no free throws, no violations except goaltending, and also there's a 24 second shot clock as well, so you can't just run into the corner and hold the ball. But if you're on fire, you don't get goaltending, which is why if if you want to wrap up the points against the computer, what you do is you get on fire and then restrict them to three point attempts and. But you can only stay on fire for until you, for, while you score four baskets, can't you? No, it's well. I don't know about the arcade, but definitely. What is it? the home version? It's infinite. But it's once not you get infinite, is it? Yeah, but once you no. The thing is, but once you get above twenty points, the uh, they kind of rejig the physics, so you start missing shots, and uh, they start even if you're on fire. Score. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you do. You know, you don't get a hundred percent when you're on fire. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. So when you're on fire, you get unlimited turbo as well, don't you? Yeah. And increased shooting precision. Maybe this is only the arcade then, but the on-fire mode continues until the other team scores or until the player who's on fire scores four additional baskets Mm. while on fire. 
and then he is extinguished. <clears throat> and of course, uh, it's one of the, it's one of those cabinets with the four different controllers. So you could each yeah, play. Player, yeah. So a member of the team, much like uh, the Konami beat 'em ups around then. If you want, I'm going to be controversial. Mm. Yes, I actually prefer the the look of the Mega Drive version to the arcade version. Well, funny enough, I was going to say I prefer the way the Mega Drive version plays. Oh? Like the SNES version is more of a direct kind of port in the arcade. Yeah, that's but, why I never. Yeah, but Mega Drive, the Acclaim version, Dylan, yeah. is. Um, hey, hey, well, you know, I I bash Acclaim every now and then, but you know, NBA Jam is the one they got spot on. I think yeah, I think it's fast and it does feel really lo- like fast and fluid and loose, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think it plays really well. Adrian, why? Well, I do like NBA Jam. I used to play it a lot at mates' houses and that. I didn't really, I never used to own the game, but I enjoyed playing it with just friends. I thought it was a perfect party game, mm. uh, quick game here and there. You know, I, I wouldn't say I put hours and hours into it, but I always respected the game, definitely. Mm. But yeah, astonishingly successful in the arcade. I've got a couple of quotes here mm. from the developers. Uh, John Carlton said, in terms of uh, takings for a game, anything over $1,000 a week, a week was considered a good game. Mortal Kombat, also by Midway, was uh, making about $1,200 to $1,400 a week. Second week, NBA Jam was out there. It made something like $2,200 in a week. Second week, it was out there. That's bad. They reckon it it created over a billion dollars in quarters. Really? It's an arcade game. Mm -hmm. It's mad, isn't it? It was just huge. It was huge. Yeah, and like, uh, I'm I'm actually taking these from there's a really good... Uh, old history of NBA Jam online. Sports Illustrated did it. I should kind of give them credit. But Sean Liptak said if a game sold around 2,000 units back then, that was kind of the break even point. Terminator game kind of came out around that time and sold something like 10,000 units. And uh, NBA Jam was over 20,000. Wow. There's arcade machines, yeah. Yes. Wow. And I mean, I've got it. I've, I've got it as in early 1994, the Amusement and Music Operators Association those heavy hitters in America yeah. reported that NBA Jam had become the highest earning arcade game of all time yeah, mm, wow. all time all more time. than Street Fighter that's crazy more that's than all crazy. the iterations of Street Fighter yeah more, Pac-Man than, more than Pac-Man or, yeah wow Donkey that's Kong. crazy do you know what there was talk about um, obviously you have kind of secret characters in the game you can play as uh, the various game developers and President Bill Clinton Oh yeah, I know yeah. the Clinton first yeah. lady Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and oh, I didn't know Hillary Clinton was in it. The Charlotte Hornet, the mascot. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, there was talk about putting cameras in the arcade machine so you could actually put your face wow. on the players. Oh, but that's can, cool. But can you guess why they decided not to do that? Uh, Being accused of uh, filming people, possibly. Nope. Think uh, it's a very internet era uh, issue. Very internet era concern. Identity theft. No, think uh, think lower down than that. In more than one sense. Uh, no, think about what happened to chat roulette. Uh, oh, no, yeah, people, people wouldn't do, wouldn't that. do no, that. No, that's literally what uh, <laughs> they said. Defacing the uh, there is there is a fear that people might decide to expose themselves <laughs> in Ooh. the arcades as a laugh. It would have happened eventually. I think we all know. Lord. It would have been you, Rob, wouldn't it? So I'm in it. But I imagine... Like, I, was, I was like 11 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> Without getting too much into it, I imagine the camera is probably at head height. So what, you can take a stepladder in, 
Just we'll do so a hand stand. <laughs> well, if you can do that, fair play. I think you deserve it. Yes, yeah, you deserve to run around with. Yeah. Okay. Let's not go down that. With route. your dong as the head. <laughs> so it was a massive arcade success, obviously. And yeah. um, the NBA Jam games were ported to many home video game mm-hmm. consoles, beginning with the original's debut on the highly publicised. Now I don't remember this, so maybe it was only an American thing. Jam Day. Jam Bit day. like Mortal Monday. Exactly. Yeah. Thinking. Jam Day, March 4th, 1994. Hmm. Now, I don't, whether this was US only, it sounds like maybe it was, because I don't remember it at all. Um, Iguana Entertainment handled the conversions. Oh. Did anyone know what they're most famous for? Apart I don't know, but they did a good NBA job. Mm. Iguana. I'm sure I've seen their logo pop up. Oh, yeah, times. I've seen it on something else. Yeah. I, I can't think of it. No, it's. Games on a Nintendo console. Donkey Kong? No. No. No, it's rare. That's rare. That's rare, yeah. isn't it? Oh, I can't. No, tell us, Keith. Please tell us. It's a first-person game. Please tell it's us. It's a first-person game. There's more than one. <laughs> oh, don't come do this on. To me. Come I on. know this. Come on. Turok. Yay! Yay! Yep. Best known for the Turok games, yeah. and they, they ain't had, bad. They ain't bad. Oh, they, like they handled the Mega Drive and SNES versions. Which uh, could both support four players. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and the console versions had, we're talking about secret characters, the console versions had more secret characters. Hmm. Um, so, as well as Bill and Hillary Clinton. Um, you also had Al Gore, Vice President Al Gore. <laughs> his greatest Al Gore. Atari's Vice President of Software Development, Leonard Trammell. Wow. Leonard Trammell? Yeah. <laughs> Why Atari? Um, Why not? Well, he's a legend. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. Finish, my sen- finish your sentence, Keith. On the Atari Jaguar version. Ah, that makes more sense, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, yeah, everyone's favourite publisher, Acclaim, published the console versions and later ended up winning the exclusive rights to use the NBA Jam name. Ooh. Yeah, it's true. After um, it did Tournament Edition, Tournament Edition, you get three players per team. You can kind of substitute them yeah. halfway. And uh, yeah, apparently after that, they managed to get the full licence off Midway. And um, there are two competing games. They um, Acclaim put out an arcade one called NBA Jam Extreme. And uh, Midway took their engine and put it onto a game called NBA Hangtime. Ah. Yeah. Which uh, was the le- less popular of the two. Because, you know, you don't know the NBA Jam branding, don't know the name. Going back to the tournament edition, mm-hmm. I was having a look at the ROM the other day. Is it... It's the, mo- the game mode is still the same, isn't it? Yeah. The only difference is that you can switch in... The third guy, <clears throat> and you can't. Yeah, show I know. You think, oh, I can reason. play a tournament. You can't play a tournament. Well, you just Why play. Why can't play the tournament the to- edition? I know. It's so stupid. But is it true that the the heads are pretty a bit bigger in tournament edition? I might mention that. I think that's a cheat. I well, think the arc- I don't know that's if you a cheat in the arcade. The arcade, the arcade game one with and the massive, super deformed head. One, the Jaguar version, they got slightly bigger heads. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Who are the best teams in NBA Jam? Chicago. Chicago Bulls. I'd say Knicks. I was going to your... say Knicks. Knicks are the best defense. Like, they're both pretty good on uh, dunks and three-pointers. But, um, like, I... Yeah, I had those two. I think Jazz and Heat. Utah Jazz, Miami Heat. Good. But apparently Charlotte Hornets are, like, up there as well. Oh. Yeah. I could never work out their stats. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Charlotte Hornets, yeah. No, I never... Okay. Good. I used to play with the Magic, but they weren't as good. Or they not without Shaq. Not without Shaq. <laughs> Not hashtag not without hashtag not without. Who are the Orlando teams? Scott Skiles and Ah uh, Penny Hardaway. 
Oh, he was pretty good. He was good. He was good. Mm. But I think he was just starting out when he was in NBA Jam. Mm. But yeah, he's not a Hall of Famer. And he was... Is he not? He was big news at the time, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he had injuries and really had that kind yeah. of extensive Anthony career. Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Oh, but he had those uh, Nike ads. It was like him and Little Penny, like like the Spike Lee ones. And um, Chris Rock, I think, did the voice of Little Penny. Ah, uh, okay. So, would you like to critical reception? We like I love. Critical oh reception. my god, I love hearing about critical, critical reception. reception. <laughs> I, think I don't think you're going to like this actually. What do you mean? Now, like the it? ones I've got here is mainly American magazines. Now, EGM, or probably still going biggest sort of yeah. video game yeah, publication yeah. in America, gave the SNES version nine out of ten. Mm. <laughs> they gave the Genesis version 7.6 out of 10 what, what? are about, they on a different planet four reviewers of Electronic Gaming Monthly gave the Super NES version a unanimous score of 9 out of 10 and they gained the month award they praised its graphic sounds and the 4 player mode and remarked that the gameplay is easy to pick up and incredibly fun even for people who don't like sports games true they gave the Genesis version a 7.6 out of 10, commenting that the voices are fuzzy and the colours are a bit bland, but that the game is still very fun. I think so the graphics are a bit better on the gen- g- Genesis. I prefer, I prefer than the, the look of the Mega Drive one. Definitely. Yeah, I guess maybe because the Snare's colours are brighter it's in general. It's maybe. just more like the arcade. That's what they've measured it against. Isn't yeah. It? Mm. Um, they also reviewed the Game Gear version. Oh, Game Gear version 6.75 out of 10 yeah um, and they said that it's weaker than either the SNES or Genesis versions chiefly due to the removal of most of the jams can't oh. jam it in but said it's still worthwhile for Game Gear owners and mm. um, there's a Sega CD version we haven't got a score for it um, but it had like an updated roster um, improved mm. audio obviously mm. and more voice samples etc and lots more FMV I'm guessing in the half time kind of oh the little clips yeah, yeah. however they, uh, Game Pro Game Pro we love Game, Game Pro. Pro I got a little comment from Game Pro but it's the Mega CD one they criticised the graphics as being much worse than in the Super NES and Arcade versions ah. Well, Game Pro have been like Sega Pro. Is that where they're taking it from at that point? No, it's just... A, they complained about long loading times and said the improvements yeah. were not enough to make it worthwhile for those who already had a home version of MB. So much like most Mega CD games. Mm-hmm. Um, and reviewing the 32X option, let's not leave out the little 32X. Oh, it's got a tournament edition on there, hasn't it? They, yeah. they said that people who, who, who already own the Genesis version should not bother with the 32X one but summarised that despite some sloppy rough edges, Jam's classic run-and-gun gameplay brings much-needed excitement to wow. the cart-starved 32X. So but Keith, I heard that the best version of the tournament edition was actually the Jaguar. Have you heard this? Is that right? <laughs> no, I'm not. You did you hear it from Adrian? A wallet. Hang on, hang on. Uh, oh, dear. You've got now, I'm rolling through because it's got PlayStation version, Saturn version. Yeah. Adrian can only make these games because no one else has played any of these games on the Jaguar. Game Pro commented that the Atari Jaguar version is competent but far inferior to the PlayStation version. <laughs> oh, that's cool. The two sports reviewers of Electronic Gaming Monthly were slightly more pleased with the conversion but felt it to be pointless. Huh. Since there had already oh been no, because Jaguar, <laughs> Jaguar owners shouldn't get it. <laughs> because there had already been so many versions of the game, and a Jaguar release fails to offer anything new. Other than to Jaguar owners, we like to play it. bigger heads apparently, and bigger heads. It's a shame there was uh, no other ga- basketball game on the Jaguar to compete with. Ah, the that's what you may think of. <laughs> I mean, have you have you played the 32-bit versions? You like at all? The Sony um, on PlayStation one. ones. 
No, actually, no, I've played the 32X mm. version. Have you played the 64-bit version? Mm. <laughs> it's sure, it's weird, like, these games where they're kind of direct, they come from the arcade. You'd think it would be pretty straightforward just to make it as much like the arcade game as possible. Mm. you think so. But those machine. arcade machines, those boards, were hella powerful mm. compared yeah, to the stuff that was around them. That's true, but I mean, these ones are more powerful than the 16-bit ones. Look yeah, at how, you're getting look to at 1994... How, what yeah. are you going to say about Daytona? Daytona. Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying about, like, you'd have thought that the Saturn could have emulated Daytona. But, it did. No, that arcade board <laughs> but, like, was... but it was nearer than the Mega Drive would have been. What I mean is, like, why couldn't they have just made it... Couldn't they have got close to the arcade and make it more, made it more like the arcade than the 16-bit ones? Hmm? You, thought, you wouldn't have thought it would have been that difficult. The overall kind of yeah, consensus well... on the Saturn and PlayStation ones is they didn't really add enough... If you had it on the Mega Drive and SNES, you don't need. Fair enough. You don't need it. Don't need it. Don't need it. Didn't really add anything to it. So, NBA Jam. It's an awesome game. I would port NBA Jam to flipping everything right now. Don't care. It's my top five of all time. (laughs) It's just a game you can go back to and go back to, and it's always fun. I'm trying to think of it's so to easy to pick up and play. I'm going to port the 2D version of PS4 right now and sell it limited copy. Limited rum. Limited rum. Hmm. Limited rum. Yeah, arcade perfect version. Give me the rights. Well, that do. Sounds good. Sounds like a good, a good game. But you know oh, it's not. Uh, what do you mean it sounds like a good game? You know it's a good game. I was going to just tell a quick story because I have no idea if I'll ever get the chance to do this again. Uh-huh. But I entered an NBA Jam Tournament Edition tournament Ooh. at my local Blockbuster. Nice. How did they actually turn it into a tournament? Yeah. Well, did you have to keep on resetting the console. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it was was like it was kind of a it's countrywide tournament. They had heats at like loads of local blockbusters, and you had I think like five minutes to score as many points as possible. And, and then they reset the console after. Yeah, and like just the next person could have a go, or whatever. Mm. So I chose Chicago Bulls. Who I guess is it. Was it Armstrong, the guy in that team? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And basically just, met, just kept on make gunfire, made loads and loads of threes. But I think uh, the people who were running it already knew who they wanted to go through because they wouldn't tell me when... Then tell me when the time is about to run out. So I was like halfway up the kind of thing and they went, oh, that's five minutes. Reset button. And I was like, I was like two uh... points away from getting... What are the score I had to oh, beat? No. Oh, I don't even know if it actually. Fix. I think it was a fix. I where, where was this blockbuster video, Rob? It's in uh, East Croydon. East uh, Croydon oh, blockbuster video. Cool. Never go to that no, blockbuster. I'm glad that I mean, it's, it's Sainsbury's <laughs> now, but don't go to blockbuster. Don't even go into that Sainsbury's <laughs> because it's been like it'll be like you're paying homage to that old blockbuster. Yeah, Just don't yeah. do it. And if you're the person that beat Rob in that tournament, we we don't like you. It's a hollow victory. It might not be their fault. It's whoever was we running the competition. Well, their mate did it. It's the reset yeah, man. Their mate reset it. Imagine that's his job. Boom. Let's press reset after five minutes. <laughs> but if I Rob c- turns up, make sure he press it after four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone on to National Glory and you could have had a celebrity helping yeah. you in oh, the podcast. Could, oh. You know, British NBA The world is a funny, funny yeah. Yeah. I got to the uh, the Nationals of Virtua Fighter as well. So no. what? That was... I was really bad at that game. I think I just got through the regionals because no one else bothered to... <laughs> I should do You're the only person <laughs> Congratulations. We, we, we used to talk about this on a... It's like spot. Glee, in it? They're the only people that turn up to the regionals so they get a thing to the nationals. <laughs> do you believe in magic? <laughs> no, that's something else. That's... <laughs> You've gone crazy. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so yes, I, as I was saying, it's a shame that there was no basketball game <laughs> on the Jaguar to compete with the NBA Jam Ooh, Tournament Edition. Well, 
like, like what you're saying. It sounds like NBA Jam is a, it looks like a pretty good game. And you're saying it's in your top five. Mm-hmm. So potentially, there's room potentially for a game that could get into your top five and maybe relegate it. You would have to be one hell of a game. Maybe. <laughs> what if I told you that there's a certain game that was based on one of your favourite 90s movies, Rob? Based on White Men Can't Jump. Yeah. Is that I think that's your favourite movie. Rob? I think that is Rob's favourite movie. <laughs> no, I was gonna. <laughs> no, I was. Gonna... That was not what I was thinking. Well, White Men Can't Jump is a 1992 American sports comedy film. You know, written and directed by Ron Shelton, sports movie uh, specialist. Yeah, and of course, Ron Shelton. The main actors are Wesley Snipes and and Woody. Bri- you know, good. and Rosie Perez. Well, of course, brilliant, brilliant, oh, yeah. brilliant film. Yeah, they, they play as streetball hustlers, and it was released in 1992. Now, look, we've got good old Billy and Sydney. They're the main two. They're the I'd characters. I never have remembered that if you'd asked. Woody, Woody plays <laughs> Billy, and Sid- Sydney is played by Wesley Snipes. <clears throat> and they they think they're the best basketball hustlers in town. So when they join fi- uh, forces, nothing can stop them except each other. You know, like if you watch that film Woody Harrelson starred, like the be- the backwards baseball cap yeah. and the parental advisory oh, T-shirt, yeah. is like it's become hip again now. Yeah, he's a cool looking guy. That ninety stars back in. Well, of course, and good old Billy and Sydney work together, don't they? But they 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 have a few alterations and hiccups along the way. But generally, they're their friends and they they hustle people out of money, don't they? Potential for a video game, would we say? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if only no one, if only someone hadn't thought of like having a two-on-two <laughs> basketball game already. Well, high-voltage games believed there was room for a certain white man can't jump video game, an um, exclusive game, and they ran at a high voltage. So they did. They was re- they were really on the money, and they thought let's 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 produce it on a console that's going to go places very soon. Let's produce an exclusive title on the Atari Jaguar. Yeah, the Jaguar, which was, you know, the best console at the time. <laughs> yeah. And it was only 64 bit game console. <laughs> Do the math. It was Maths. Well, actually, no, look. It was Why Make Can't Jump is, is loosely based on uh, the film, obviously. And actually, uh, there's a few things I quite like. There's a few things that could set this game up quite well. Number one, when you buy the game, or if you bought the game in 1995, you would get a team tap adapter for free. Okay, that's, that's free nice. accessories. That's nice. And you plug it in, and that means you can play four players. That's, that's so nice. That is nice. Was that compatible with other Jaguar games? Yes, one more. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which game do you think that is? Bubsy 3D. No. Oh, Bubsy 3D no, did come on. Bubsy 3D didn't get to the Jaguar. Defender 2000? No. Club Drive? No. Tempest 2000? No. 2000, 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's actually a game we spoke about earlier. Turok? No! Primal Ready? No, that's, the, that's no. not a full player. Primal Ready? Primal Ready? <laughs> NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Oh, you, oh, you like? Oh, you like? Now, actually, White, uh, uh, NBA Jam came out in 1996. White Men Can't Jump came out in 1995. So there wasn't any competition at the time on the Jaguar, was there? Um, and you got it's the only t- competition was itself. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, you get the adapter with for, for free, which could be used for future Jack games or Jag game. Um, but <laughs> it's a, it's a very interesting game actually. It's um, it's got a big reputation now actually. This game, a, a very very big reputation has been one of the worst <laughs> games ever made. <laughs> Opinion is. Divided. Opinion is a bit divided. Apparently not in this case. (laughs) 
actually. Well, I, I don't know. I, I know know some of the people that Adrian have been chatting to. Well, look, I, I wrote a recent review on Arcade Attack on this game. Uh, please check it out if you get a chance. And I posted it on a few mm. forums and Atari, Atari Jaguar kind of Facebook groups. And I got a bit of a backlash, didn't I? <laughs> Saying, you, you, you're just wrong. You're wrong. It's actually a very good game and you shouldn't slag it off so much. It's easy to have a go at this game. It's very revolutionary at the time. <clears> and. I will stick to my guns for this one, I think. Revolutionary like the camera. Yes, the camera angle. We'll talk about the camera later, actually. But I just did not enjoy this game. And I tried to enjoy all Atari Jaguar games, but I just couldn't get to grips. Um, Me and Dinner had a game relatively recently. We did. We did have a game of it. I think I I, I don't like this game because I lost quite badly, didn't I, Dinner? You're naturally very good. I hammered you at it. I love it. I love it. I don't think think I've beaten Adrian at a video game ever. You're undefeated in a white man can't jump. Take it. Um, You've mentioned all these famous basketball players earlier. Mm. Yeah, and you said, oh, you can play this person, this. but, But can you play... There's actually 15 teams in uh, White Men Can't Jump. And you can't play as Woody or Wesley Snipes. They don't exist in this game. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you can play 15 teams. Do you want to hear some of these team names? Go on, do it. I think you'd be saying, wow, NBA Jam missed a trick here. Yeah. Forget Chicago Bulls when you can be the Beach Bums. Yeah. <laughs> beach Bums. <laughs> and it's a two-on-two basketball game. Yep. So you, can, you play as Dread or Slag. Slag. slag yes I kid you yep, not slag or you can play as the cool cats and slag's not in the cool cats <laughs> no you can be OG or G love G love what does the this G stand sounds problematic <laughs> yeah what does the G stand for gangster Gangster yeah, life. Maybe. Glove. Um, they, you should have just called Glove. It could what, be just Glove. Or was it the mid 90s uh, American indie band G Love and the Special Source? Could yes, be. Yeah. I think it is. Or the Dunkin' Demons you could play as. That's very close to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> or the Dirty Rats. Dirty Rats. <laughs> It's like rejected names for street rats. gangs and Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. You like this one though, Rob? The Dismasters. The Dismasters. And you, the, the, the players in that Rob's team... Rob's face did not change. The, the, the players in that team are called Tower or Eggman. Eggman? Dr. Robotnik's in it. <laughs> yeah. Surely it should be Walrus and Eggman. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a little beat, Beatles homage. But I thought Tower Eggman could be a new kind of KFC burger. The Tower Eggman burger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Bring on the Tower <laughs> All right. No, look. I'm saving the best for last. The Metalheads. Okay. What well, in the Z at the end. I mean, it has heads or the muscle boys. So, so Goldie's the that, muscle boys. Gold, like, at the end. Goldie's boys. Yeah, metal heads and muscle boys. How about the psycho squad? Would you want no psycho psycho squad? How are they spelling that one? P S Y K O. Of course. <laughs> the screaming wheels, which I don't quite get, but that's another team. The street sharks. St- isn't that Street Sharks is a Saturday morning cartoon oh. <laughs> well you can play as them so there you go you can't play as the Street Sharks in NBA Jam. I don't think they license that so they're going to get in trouble now because are they actually anthropomorphic sharks <laughs> no I wish the Slammers and my favourite team the Urban Angles with the Z no no Z but later in the game they're called the Urban Angels so they've made a spelling mistake somewhere nice, nice. nice. so Angles Angels what's the better name Angles I reckon actually they're angels, but they're good at their angles. They can shoot balls in from good angles. The urban angles. Maybe if yeah. they're hustlers, it's acute and obtuse. The urban <laughs> angles. I haven't said that. All those names sound like rejected names for wrestling tag teams. Yep. Well, yes, but again, we like those names. Um, 
<laughs> ah, there's four different courts in um, White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, there's only like one oh, court in White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, true. you can play in the beach courts, the street courts, the city, or the rural courts. Ooh. It really Ooh. reminds you of Barkley Shut Up and Jam. This doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds very much like it. Yeah, there are a lot of basketball hustlers in <laughs> in the country. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, but look, to be fair to the game, there's lots of ways you can sort of change, the, you can edit things slightly, you can obviously choose the four courts, uh, you choose one player, two players, up to four players against computer opponents, obviously. Uh, there's a bit of a story to the game. There's a bit of a story to the game. Is there a story well, in NBA Jam? No, really. I imagine you'll be hustling for money. Ah, well, exactly. So yeah. you, you start off and your aim is to play in the Slam City Street Basketball Tournament. That's your big goal. <clears throat> but to get there, you have to raise $5,000. But you are broke. Your team is broke. And you are forced to borrow money from the local loan sharks. Oh, no. And they are called, do you want to hear this? The Breakneck Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> They, they're like alliteration in this game, don't they? Do. And the Breakneck Brothers, they're called Tangle and Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the alliteration, it, was this, it, was, it wasn't done by Stan Lee, was it? I don't know. <clears throat> but unfortunately... But, but wait a minute. Tangle and Cash? <laughs> tangle. Not Tangle. 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 Oh, Get it right. <laughs> it sounds like it when I say so, Tangle. Does one of them wear a suit and does the other one, <laughs> does the other one wear like a... Like, I've seen a screenshot of it. Do they? You've seen a screenshot. Do they dress like Tango and Cash. Well, they, they do. They do a bit, actually. It's terrible. They, <laughs> they don't physically look like them, but the, the, the attire. They dress like them. Yeah, uh, it's terrible. The animation is terrible. It's like three screen, three little shots going off. Bad looking, scary people breaking their brothers looking down at you. But anyway, you you choose in each game. You, you, you in each sort of level, if you want to call it, you, you can choose what court you're playing and what team you play against, and each. Uh, court or team you play against has different money so it can range uh, from $5,000 or $250 and basically you've got to get that, <coughs> that, that 5000 so you have to play a few games mm. win a few games you don't want to lose the games obviously so using your hustling skills you're trying to get to that big target and if, as soon as you get 5000 smackaroonies you are automatically entered into the Slam City Street basketball That's tournament. going to be amazing. It's going to be like a playoff thing. Ooh, and yeah. It's going to have like bells and whistles. You're going to have to like fight your way through to sem- quarterfinals, semi-finals, well, finals. We were saying that the tournament mode on NBA Jam wasn't really existed. That's true. Now there's one on the Jam. Exactly. And this tournament mode is a one-off game. <laughs> <laughs> and if you win this one-off tournament one game, you won the game. So there you go. Yes. That's still more of a tournament than NBA Jam. Yeah. I uh, haven't played White Men Can't Jump, but I looked at footage on YouTube and sure. looked, it looked really bad. Like The kind of thing that oh. jumped out to me was sound effects are really weird. Never judge like, a book by uh, the In it, like, lots of dodgy kind of sounding... <laughs> so, and, you know, the way you're describing it makes it sound a bit, a bit homoerotic. Well... They're they're, hu- they're trying to hustle their way to Slam City. <laughs> I didn't make this stuff up. It's 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 a f- nice game. It's three D. It's three D. It's all kind of the the camera kind of swings around that one hoop that you're kind of. I actually shooting. think the game deserves a bit of credit for the ambition of the of the of the graphics in a sense because they did. No, there's not just a flat NBA Jam kind of screen. You know, court. They've actually tried to make it so it's 3D, very 3D, trying to take advantage of the 64-bit power. And it, the, the camera zooms around quite interestingly. Now, I say interestingly, it, it's very hard to understand. It has its mind of its own. <laughs> it goes everywhere and it's hard. When you've got the ball, the camera changes and like, what do I do now? And 
I found it very, very hard to even chuck the ball anywhere near the hoop. You call it dynamic. You call it's it a dynamic, dynamic camera. It camera. is. It is. It is. Um, the controls are just so bad. Well, you would say that because I hammered you on it. Boom. Yeah, I, think the, I think the controls are great. Yeah, the, I just, I just couldn't understand it. And learning this, this, there are different trick shots, and actually, I probably didn't put as much time in as I should have done. But there are different trick shots and slam dunks you can do. But I just found it so frustrating. Mm. Urgh, the controls are terrible. It just, oh, I just didn't like it. It looked again like Rob. I watched footage of it. It looks really hard to score oh. against. Yeah, all right, <sighs> all right, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe against the computer, it's hard to score. <laughs> Well, <laughs> not against age. Right. I know, you like to soften that. And just, yeah. So, uh, which teams were you two playing as? I don't even know. I can't remember. I now. must have. I must have chosen angles. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I do. You, you, you chose the best team. I must have chosen something like the dirty rats. Or something. Dirty rats. <laughs> the beach bums. The beach bums with a Z. Beach bums. Yeah, exactly. Um, look. Come on, it's it's in your face nineties. I tell you what, it's it's uber nineties in, mm. in the stars. Ridiculous colours throughout. The the graphic screen is like bright colours fluorescent. To be fair, the film is the same. Yeah, it, the film is very nineties. There's lots it, of fluorescent colours and stuff. I think it's a big shame you can't control Snipesy or um, Woody Harrelson. That is a shame. Yeah. Were they even on the, the front of the box? No. No, and actually on the front of the box, another error, and I don't mean to have a massive go at the game, but I will a little bit. On the front of the box, it says <laughs> one or two players, and attached to the box, it's it's a four a, well, full, you know, it's, it's a four-player adapter. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an indie game, you know. It's, it's like it's, I, I think a lot of the developers on the Jag, and they gave it a go. I know. Kind of really, really showed that they were School in the boy errors, man. I know. I know. It's got the rad feel to it, though. It's got that really kind of rad yeah, 90s feel. Exactly. Extreme. It extreme. feels super 90s. Like, when you say that an NBA jam really hasn't aged, yeah. um, you know, White Men Can't Jump is, it's like a time machine. Yeah, oh, no, time it's a little portal. So on that front, it beats NBA jam. Yes. On that front, it's more of a museum piece. And there's this four is, courts. Can you hear that barrel being scraped? <laughs> there's, there's four courts. <laughs> As opposed white, to one court. White Actually, there's jump. only two courts because you only see half of the court at any one time. Oh, there's, only, there's only two full courts. <laughs> That's true. White still, make, still more, though. Why Make Can't Jump is better than NBA Jam because it's more dated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's more retro. And we like retro. retro. We like retro. <laughs> it's more retro. Look, actually, when I when I, I was pretty bad and scathing about this game on my review, and actually some people came out to me and said, look... Yeah, what, did, what did people say in its defence? They, they yeah. said, have you played four-player mode? I said no. I How on earth would we play four player mode well, now? You need four Jagger controllers and the four. You can get. I didn't get the four player the team tap with it. I bought it second hand. And four cheap. player people who wanted willing. to play white men can't jump. People willing to play. <laughs> Someone said that on the comment section. It's sometimes it's harder to find four four players that actually want to play the game than actually four Jag controllers yeah, in one place. Right. Yeah, but but look, I haven't tried the four player mode out. It could be a bit of a laugh. After a few beers, possibly, but there you go. <laughs> that camera won't help. Like, oh, could you imagine? You, you, you go through phases where you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to see your character. You'd be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, no, hello. Well, as long as Dylan's on my team, I might have a chance. Yes. You know? <laughs> I think, and I think we've all been guilty of this. If you don't get to grips with the game, you find it really difficult, you can automate say, no, yeah, it's not my cup true. of tea. That's true. And mm-hmm. Maybe I, I put in a few hours in this game, I just, I just didn't get much enjoyment out of it. And I probably maybe should have persevered a bit more, but. I, it seems as though you're in the majority, though, of people who think it's rubbish. Yeah, most people <laughs> do regard it as one of the worst Jaguar games. Yeah, I, I don't think it's fair. just that you haven't clicked with it. It's no, but I, I did certainly poke the hornet's nest a little bit with some people's Sounds comments. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, and look, hey, if you want to like White Men Can't Jump, enjoy it. 
I've got nothing against I think that. one thing that game does prove, though, is that white men can jump. Yes. What? <laughs> because. Yeah, because. Just because. Yeah. Well, look, that's basically... <laughs> That's basically my little summary, my little battle there of white men can't jump. I think that's a good competition now. I don't know how it's going to go in the end, but I reckon we've got quite a good fight there about which is the better basketball game. It sounds like uh, you you prep the same level of fight in that argument you did against Dylan. <laughs> Ooh, out. Ooh, out. But there you go. Um, before I chuck it back into chuck the ball back in the court, there's rumours that well, not pretty strong rumours actually. It has been announced. That a new White Men Can't Jump remake is going to be made. Star- the film of the game? Uh, well, we, we would hope the game, but it's actually the film. Uh, it's going to star <clears throat> NBA star Blake Griffin and NFL player Ryan Khalil producing, apparently. Hmm. So there you go. Okay. Um, any ideas, any <clears throat> thoughts about that game, uh, that, that new film, I should say? I'm sure it'll be every bit as much success as the Point Break remake. There was a Point Break remake? High <laughs> praise indeed. <there>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just it was a film of its time. Yeah, I can't see how anyone would even be interested in a remake of it. Yeah, would you rather see that or would you rather see a film based on NBA Jam? A film, film based on NBA Jam? No, I'd rather see a film with like Hillary Clinton <clears throat> or a film with no plot because we've already established. No, but how would the plot of an NBA Jam film go? Someone keeps catching on fire when they're playing basketball. It's true. Yeah. And they have to find a cure, so they have to go to, like, Tibet or something. So spontaneous combustion. For the spontaneous combustion. And then... Um, and then they, they quote try and find Michael Jordan, but he refuses to be in the film. Yeah, you can have Liam Neeson out there, and he says he's... Razel Gould. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says he's not Razel Gould. No. It's right. actually Hillary Clinton, but... <laughs> turned up... Later, that it is actually Liam Neeson who's. It'd be kind of funny if we got Woody Harrison and um, Wesley Snipes in the new NBA Jam film, wouldn't it? That'd be kind of ironic. That would be good, and like Woody Harrelson is always on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, go with it. I feel like we're free associating now. Yeah, you could replace Wesley Snipes with Denzel Washington because he was in Man on Fire. Nice. (laughs) I like the link. I like the link. But then wouldn't he be on fire? So Woody Chris, would be the fireman because you'd have to put him Shouldn't out. Chris Morris be in because he, he'd made jam? <laughs> oh. Right, so, the battle. Oh, what? The cards are on the table. Yeah. Who would win this fight between these two juggernauts? I say one main can't jump. <laughs> one vote in. No, you don't. <laughs> Did? <laughs> Just being difficult. <laughs> what do you say, Adrian? What do you say? Uh, you don't say that it's better. You gave it a well, scathing look, review. No, I did give it a scathing review, and actually, I haven't played um, NBA Jam Tournament Edition on the Jaguar, but I've heard good things. Mm. It's one of the very sought-after games on the Jag. It's, it's rare, actually. It's, it's goes in its hundreds now. Wow. A package, a good version of the game is goes for a lot of money. Um, I'll keep an eye out for it if I can get a bargain. But yeah, I can't really defend it. White Men Can't Jump too much. It's it had some interesting ideas. But I, th- I think one of the great things about NBA Jam, and we've kind of touched on it earlier, is you do not have to be a basketball fan in the slightest mm. to enjoy it. But you don't Same have to be with, a white men yeah. can't jump fan of the film to like this. Or <laughs> a fan of the film to be a fan of NBA Jam. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're, you're going to have a lot of non-sequiturs on this podcast. 
Oh. Well, I say let's let's do a vote then. Let's do a vote. I think NBA Jam is a better series of games. One. I think NBA Jam is a better series. Of <laughs> Me games. and Rob obviously think NBA Jam is totally good. So it's four. Oh no, no, what? Rob's wavering. Oh no, sorry, Rob's, I, Rob's wavering. I, 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 top five is about to change. I wouldn't ever mm. dare to speak for you, Rob. I apologise. White men can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Oh no, no, no. no. Yeah. On that note. And a real nineties night note to end with. A bum note. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness interviews, reviews, features, top 10s etc and you can also find all our previous podcasts there our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes where you can also leave us a review and a rating which we would really really appreciate so until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon